0: The you're a fan of fat, then you need to try the f bombs. Go to JimmyLovesFbomb.com, enter the coupon code JimmyLovesFbomb, and you'll get 20% off of your first order. So, what are these f bombs? They are nut butters, and they have incredible combinations of coconut and macadamia nut, macadamia nut butter, and my favorite is salted chocolate macadamia nut butter. They also have several oil blends, including the house blend, the MCT oil, as well as coconut oil. If you want your fat on the go, then you need to check out jimmylovesfbomb.com. And once again, use the coupon code jimmylovesfbomb. You'll get 20% off your first order. jimmylovesfbomb.com. Have you been interested in trying the new cutting-edge technology of exogenous ketones but didn't know where to get started? Let me introduce you to Perfect Keto. Visit perfectketo.com slash Jimmy and use the coupon code LLVLC at checkout to get 15% off your order. Perfect Keto was created by a functional medicine clinician who developed this unique formula for maximum efficacy. It's great tasting and the most affordable exogenous ketone supplement, you can find that raises blood ketone levels up to 1.5 millimolar to help increase mental focus boost your energy and commence fat burning it does not contain any soy dairy gluten artificial sweeteners binding agents or anything that doesn't directly improve your health the synergistic power of a low-carb moderate protein high-fat ketogenic diet with perfect keto exogenous ketones will have your body running optimally Perfect Keto is available in delicious chocolate sea salt and peaches and cream flavors. Each serving comes with 11.38 grams of high-quality beta-hydroxybutyrate for maximum ketone boosting while adding in magnesium, potassium, cocoa, stevia, and vitamin C for extra micronutrition. Again, try Perfect Keto for yourself at perfectketo.com jimmy and be sure to use the coupon code LLVLC at checkout to get 15% off your order. Perfect Keto.
1: Living La Vida Low Carb, this show is changing lives. We're talking about your diet, trying to get you feeling bright. Hey. Cut up them avocados, fry some eggs, time to explore. The longest running health podcast, hosted by Jimmy Moore. Time to give up the crappy garbage, we're getting into ketosis. Every day is a new step to your goal. yeah, you're getting closer. Motivated and focused, don't stop, just go. Time to get inspiration from the Living La Vida Low Carb Show. Hey. TheLivingLowCarbShow.com. You're listening to a special presentation of Jimmy Rants on the Living Levita Low Carb Show. Jimmy and Christine are traveling, so we're bringing you some of the best content from Jimmy's daily show, Jimmy Rants. Want to know what the very latest is in nutrition news? Follow Jimmy at JimmyRants.com for all of the archives and links to his social media, where you can engage live with the content. Stay tuned now for a special Jimmy Rants on the LLVLC show.
0: Today's Jimmy Rants is all about celebrating that keto is the hottest diet trend in the world right now, because when I started this way back 15 years ago, the Atkins diet was kind of on the downslide. And so Atkins had been really popular right around 2003 was when it was at its apex And you had low-carb this, Atkins that, and products all over the place. Then Dr. Atkins had the unfortunate slip and fall where he busted his head open and it killed him. Um, And from there, low-carb started to wane. And then around 2009, we had this guy, Mark Sisson, come around and he came up with this concept of primal. And so it started talking about ancestral eating. Then that ushered in the paleo diet, which came in with Rob Wolf and his book, The Paleo Diet, The Paleo Solution. Uh, in 2010, they started having all their conferences and all this stuff was going on. Well, keto has enjoyed that position over the past few years. And so keto is hot right now, but what we're gonna talk about here today is what's the next big diet and health trend coming? And of course, people always like these trends and they tend to focus in on uh, these trends as like weight loss diets. And so I've been having these conversations with various people behind the scenes To kind of get a gauge of what they think the next diet trend is. And I have a very strong opinion about what I think the next one is that I'll share here in just a moment. But I was just talking with a friend, longtime friend I've known since the paleo world just this morning. And he said, yeah, I think uh, when keto kind of finishes, finishes up its day in the sun, I think the next big trend is plant forward said plant forward. You mean like the plant-based diet, vegan, vegetarian, that kind of thing? He said, yeah, I just feel like there's so much momentum. I said, well, if you look at like the Eat Lancet Commission and you look at like all the positive uh, stories that are put out there, you got the Beyond Meat Company and the Impossible Burger at Burger King and all of these things, I suppose the perception to people would be that it's that it's becoming a trend. But I told him, I don't think so. I think what we're seeing with all the vegans on YouTube who are coming out and are basically saying, oops, I've got to start eating fish and eggs again because the vegan diet was killing me. I think that is killing the plant-based movement more than anything is the fact that all the major leaders, uh, which we did a whole Jimmy rants on just a few weeks ago about Rawvana uh, being caught on video eating fish, And and so she had to reveal to her followers, hey, look, I'm no longer vegan, but it was killing my health. I don't think, I think they have a public relations nightmare going on right now in the plant-based community. So I disagreed with my friend who thinks the next big thing is plant-based. And then he said, well, what about like this flexitarian diet? I said, yeah, that's another one that's kind of out there that I don't think is gonna catch on. I think the reason keto caught on so well is you had efficacy. Obviously, you had people that were doing it and finding success, not just in weight loss, but in changes in their health. But it was easy to do. It tasted good. And oh, yeah, by the way, it was very solid in what it was. I think that was the public relations nightmare that paleo endured was when you said paleo other than real whole foods. What what was the what was paleo? Paleo could be you could cut your carbs and and do it that way, or you could eat a very high carb, lots of starchy tubers and maple syrup and honey. There was no like paleo diet, at least as a template beyond just eat real food. So when keto came along, it put a finer point on, okay, it is a low carb, moderate protein, high fat diet that's mostly real whole foods. That's what keto is by definition. Now, obviously, within that low is going to be relative as far as carbohydrates go, depending on your carbohydrate tolerance level. Moderate, same thing. You need to figure out how much of that protein is right for your particular body's needs. And then high, as far as the fat goes to satiety. And again, that's going to vary from person to person. But there is a template in place there. So, guys, I think keto ain't going anywhere. I'm about to take a six month sabbatical later this year, starting in September all the way through February. And not a chance am I worried about keto going away and slowing down any in any way, shape, form or fashion. Uh, by the time I get back, it's still going to be just as strong. Um, but that said. I do think that by the year 2021, people will have enough of keto and they'll be looking for the next trend. So what do you think is the next big diet and health trend coming? So diet and health, these are two different kind of things. I think from the diet perspective, what we are looking at uh, is carnivore. I think carnivore is catching on. And of course, there will be some signs later this year when there are two books coming out that will include a carnivore uh, diet in them. One is Dr. Sean Baker's book called The Carnivore Diet. My friend Maria Emmerich is also coming out with a carnivore cookbook. So when those two books hit the market and if they explode in popularity, do not be surprised if we see the next big diet trend being a carnivore diet. And I think within carnivore, you're going to have people who can have a lot more protein on their carnivore. Then you're going to have people like myself who have thrived doing kind of a keto carnivore. And there's going to be all kinds of things. Now it's kind of like that. It's kind of like fasting, And fasting, by the way, is one of those that has been weaved in and out through all of these trends. I don't think fasting in and of itself will become a diet trend because you do eventually have to eat. So it's not really a diet trend, but I I think it weaved in and out of primal and paleo and now keto. And it most certainly will within carnivore. So I think that's where the next big trend is. But I've got this new story, you guys, from Nutra Ingredients. What makes keto neato? And in the story, they talk about the success of the ketogenic diet in our culture, but they look into the future to see what maybe they think are the big trends. So I just revealed I think it's carnivore. I think by the year 2021, 2022, there's going to be so many people interested in an all-meat diet, which is going to piss off all the Eat Lancet commission people who have tried their darndest to vilify red meat and vilify saturated fat and make you fearful of being in a ketogenic state and being in ketosis. Uh, It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Let's read this article. The high-fat, low-carb keto diet is enjoying spectacular popularity, but will it remain relevant in the years to come? The agency uh, is called Mintel, uh, and their food market analyst picks apart the trend, talking about keto, to advise brands on how they can innovate around it. So what they don't realize is a lot of the food companies that are now providing keto-friendly foods. Back in 2015, there was this report from Credit Suisse. So if you've never heard of Credit Suisse before, they uh, always are kind of analyzing and predicting what future trends are. 2015, they predicted that there would be high, high demand for high-fat foods. And it seemed so weird at the time to so many people. But I remember highlighting this and going, yeah, they're right. Because with healthy fats being promoted in a real foods based diet, in a paleo diet, in a primal diet. And then at that time, that was one year after my book, Keto Clarity, came out. Obviously, in a ketogenic diet, you had all of these people starting to look for higher fat, good quality foods from the food companies. They predicted that in 2015. And what do we have here in 2019? We have lots of high fat food options thanks to that Credit Suisse report. So this Mintel is another one that kind of takes a look at at market trends. So they're giving advice to companies uh, about how they can keep up with the trend without being so caught up in any one trend. So let's keep reading. Global food analyst Melanie Zanazo Bartlemy says keto is continuing its moment in the spotlight, but she recommends to brands that they remain wise to the pitfalls of basing innovation solely on a potential diet fad. Here's what she said. While it feels like an opportunity to address the interest consumers have in the keto diet, it may not be so wise to build a brand solely around this or any other potential uh, fad diet. Keto is hot right now. But what will happen to these brands when the next on trend diet surges into retail outs? For instance, some food media outlets have pointed to Mediterranean, low FODMAP and even the carnivore diet as ones to watch. So I agree on that third one. I think we've seen the trend of Mediterranean. Blah. Nobody's cared about Mediterranean diet. Uh, low FODMAP. I think they have a hard time explaining what that is. I've done a few podcasts about uh, low FODMAP and people, it's just a weird sounding name. They don't really know what it is, what its purpose is. It is important. Look it up F O D M A P if you're interested, but I do think the carnivore diet is the one to watch, but this analyst is exactly right. And I've already started consulting several of the brands that make keto products um, that they need to get keto out of their name. And it's not that they're running away from keto, but I think the sooner you rebrand yourself as something other than having keto in the title, when keto does start to wane in the mainstream, you still have a viable product. And I've even talked to a few people who have branding uh, of blogs and, and things like that. Don't put keto in it. Rebrand yourself as what you want to be when keto is not a thing anymore. And it seems so weird because right now that's what people are looking for. If you go on Instagram, you're typing in keto, trying to find people that have keto in their name. But I wonder what the value is to maybe, maybe go ahead and switch the name and get that out. Not that you're ashamed of it or anything, but if you want to remain viable beyond the keto trend, that's what you can do. Now, I got lucky when I created my branding, Live in La Vida Low Carb. That was back in 2005. So 15 years ago, I decided to create a brand which started as a blog, turned into a podcast, and now you hear Livin' Lapita low-carb, you think Jimmy Moore. And so that brand, uh, through all the trends, has stuck. I've always been the low-carb guy. When I was doing the Atkins diet, low-carb. When I was doing kind of a paleo, uh, real food-based diet, it was a low-carb paleo. And now, obviously, as keto, low carb still carnivore, which will be the next big diet trend within the next few years. Again, still low carb. So I got very fortunate choosing the branding that I did. But I wonder how many of these companies have keto in the title now they're going to have buyers regret when people are like, OK, that's so that's so 2018 uh, when it's 2023. So if you're just joining us, Yes. Keto is hot right now, but we're trying to look into the crystal ball, so to speak, of the future to look at what the next big diet and health trend uh, is. So I'm going to continue reading in this story from uh, Nutra Ingredients because I have a few comments to make about the next health trend that I think is coming on strong. The focus is on function. Bartholomew says food companies think about the reasons why the keto diet has become popular and then tap into those insights. Consumers are looking for more out of their food for more out of their foods and diets. Future diets need to go, go beyond just offering weight loss. Oh, I so agree with her there forever. We've always looked at diets solely as weight loss. And finally, how many years have we been stuck in diets mean weight loss? We now have someone articulating, you know, consumers aren't really looking just for the weight loss benefits of foods anymore. They want the health properties. They also want functional benefits. One of the reasons keto has done so well so far is because it helps with cognitive benefits. So they're saying the reason people are turning to keto very Naturally thin people are eating keto, not because they're trying to lose weight because they don't need to, but because they're trying to help the noggin. All these biohackers that are trying to uh, introduce like nootropics into their diet uh, to help enhance brain health. All these people that are trying to optimize their sleep and obviously the high fat foods uh, that various companies are making. These are all for the cognitive benefits that come from being on keto. And that's something that I don't think has ever been talked about before within a diet trend. Every single diet trend I've ever seen before has always been predicated on the weight loss benefit. And again, that's a great thing that's going to motivate a lot of people, but it's not the sole benefit and reason why people choose any given diet. So they're recommending uh, this business analysts for food companies recommend to them call out the benefits present in your product. And then let consumers decide which of the products they think will best address their needs. So if you want to target the weight loss market, then talk about all the weight loss properties of your product. If you want to target the people trying to enhance their brain function and improve their mood, then focus in on that. And what I'm hearing her say is stay in your lane. If you're trying to be a product that helps enhance uh, satiety so that you don't feel hungry between meals, that should be your focus. Now, obviously, a lot of these products will have a multiplicity of focuses that can help you lose weight, that can improve brain function and brain health, um, They can keep satiety at bay, all of these things. But it's really fascinating. Natural energy. One of the promised benefits of keto is you're going to have increase in energy, And the data from this uh, analysis shows that boosting energy is a leading reason uh, why consumers choose to eat healthfully. And I can tell you since doing this keto carnivore, I'm pretty energetic already, but I've seen energy go through the roof. And so it's been pretty incredible. So I think a wise company will even now start to cater to those people who are on a, a ketogenic diet, obviously, but also a carnivore diet. And I think one of the major missing pieces in a lot of these kinds of diets is the electrolyte balance, which is why I love uh, the, the company Keto Vitals. They have like this nice little powder uh, that you can make and or, or stir into a drink and drink it. You can also take pills and, and get your electrolytes in. This is where people start to have problems on keto, and by extension of that, also on carnivores. So I think those kind of products that are ancillary to providing the energy and keeping the energy high is going to be key. Barthelomey points out that the emerging concept of biohacking is creating new opportunities for products to help consumers boost their energy at a cellular level. I've been telling you about the Juve light recently. So J-O-O-V-V, Uh, I've been doing the red light therapy, shining it basically on me for 20 minute sessions every single day. And I think it's provided such incredible benefits so far. I have noticed because I'm also using another biohacking tool, my Oura Ring, O-U-R-A. I have already seen my deep sleep go way, way up since I started doing the red light. And how simple is it? How simple is it just to sit in front of a red light? We've also talked about infrared sauna. I think moving forward, kind of go ahead and give you a sneak peek of some of the health trend. The diet trend, I think, is carnivore or at least real clean eating. The health trend, I think, is a lot of these biohacks uh, that you've heard me talk about. Infrared sauna, um, ice baths, uh, red light therapy, Uh, getting out in nature and grounding, all of these things are a huge trend. And people are finally seeing the benefit that comes from adding them into their health and their healthy lifestyle. And the sooner we realize our weight and our health is not just about our diet, it's the sooner that we get healthier. And I'm 47 years old and I want to live to 107, 117. How awesome would that be? I'd be here on Jimmy Ranch. Yeah, welcome back to episode 1437. It'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. All right. There are different ways products can be used to support your mitochondria, the energy producing element in cells, including ingredients designed to either generate more mitochondria, improve mitochondria function, or antioxidants to protect, uh, protect mitochondria DNA from damaging free radicals. One example of this is the Fire Starter organic herbal tea, which claims to increase your mitochondria count. So, Part of the challenge with a lot of these kind of products is that's way over the head of a lot of people. You start talking about mitochondria and function and mitochondria, DNA and damaging free radicals. Most people go. They have no idea what you're talking about. And so there will be definitely an education piece at play here that consumers will need to be educated on what this is, why it's important. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, here are some things that could work. The other challenge in this is because there will be trends, there will be people trying to take advantage of the trends that have no business being involved in the trend. And I'll point to keto right now. How many keto products are out there right now that are just a bunch of crap? Let's just put it that way. Crap, total and utter crap. And you need to stay away from some of those pretenders. And so I think that's where you listen to people that you trust and love and value um, and listen to what they talk about and what are those companies that they put their trust in. And you go with those because you can get into trouble. I'll give you a a prime example. When the breath ketone uh, companies started coming out, ketonics most prominently, uh, the recent one is called Keto, K-E-Y-T-O, um, there were other pretender companies coming out with these little beady, like $40 type of little breathalyzer type things. And they're selling a buttload of them. Well, it's a bunch of crap. It's just a blood or breath alcohol analyzer. That's it. That's all it is. It's not telling you anything about ketosis. They threw some name on there that made it look like keto, something keto, But it's not anything to do with ketosis. And so they've suckered a lot of people into spending $30, $40 on this stupid little breathalyzer thing. And that's the the problem with these trends. So, yes, keto is hot, but people have come in and messed it up by putting all kind of crap products out there. And the same will happen with any diet trend. There always are going to be shysters out there who are trying to see uh, if they can make a buck. And let me tell you, when I was writing Keto Clarity 2013, I was writing on this book. It came out in 2014. I was looking for anybody and everybody who was talking about a ketogenic diet. And I had a lot of trouble at that time finding people that taught keto. And now you've got all these so-called people online that have built up quite a following. And they're supposedly these keto experts that have always been out there. And I'm like... Where were you when I was writing Keto Clarity? Why are you a thing now and you weren't a thing five years ago if you're such an expert on keto? It's fascinating to me. And I guess I've just been in the space for so, so long 15 years. I've kind of seen how all this works. And I see these people come and go. I wonder when keto starts to wane eventually. I wonder how many of those people stick around. Will you still hear? I'm not going to name names, but you know who they are. They've just come up on the scene the last few years, couple of years, and they're suddenly keto experts. They're making a lot of videos. They're putting products out there. Please buy my product. When keto starts to slow down, what happens to those people? What happens when they're no longer making the money off of keto as a trend Will they still be around? Jimmy Moore will be around, by the way. I'm not going anywhere. I've been around 15 years. I ain't going anywhere. This is my life. This is my passion. This is my love. Educating about low-carb diets. But I wonder how many of those influencers will still be around. I would predict most would not. They're going to move on to whatever the next big thing is. And we talked about Jorge Cruz on a recent uh, Jimmy Rants. And you can look at all the books that he's come out with. He's a Hollywood trainer and he's come out with a book every time taking whatever's hot in the culture, you know, throwing it all together in a book. And oh, look what I believe now. Three years from now, everything that's hot at that time, all together in a book. Here you look what I believe now. Would you rather follow somebody like that who blows in the wind and never has any core values or follow somebody that actually sticks to their guns? And if they're if they're low carb, they stay low carb. If they're keto, they stay keto. I think so. I think that's integrity. If you've been around the keto community for any amount of time, you've probably heard about keto coffee, basically coffee blended with MCT oil that's promoted as a ketogenic alternative to carb-heavy breakfast like cereal, bagels, and oatmeal. And if you love keto coffee, you should definitely try Natural Force Keto Coffee Creamer. It's keto certified and contains C8 and C10 MCTs sourced 100% from organic coconuts. But if you're like me and you really don't drink coffee, you might be feeling a little left out right now. But never fear, despite the name Keto Coffee Creamer is amazing in all sorts of things like iced tea, sparkling water, and my personal favorite, Stevia Sodas. I like to add a tablespoon of vanilla Keto Coffee Creamer to Stevia Cream Soda, and let me tell you what, it tastes like an indulgent dessert with absolutely none of the guilt. Keto Coffee Creamer features a special type of MCT oil that can mix instantly into both hot and iced coffee with just a spoon. So you don't need a blender, shaker, or any special equipment. Just pour, stir, sip, and go. If you're ready to instantly keto-fy coffee, tea, sparkling water, and more, now's the time to do it. Head on over to naturalforce.com slash Jimmy for an exclusive offer available only to listeners of this show. Natural Force Keto Coffee Creamer. The Brain-Gut Connection. With consumers beginning to understand that the food has an impact on their physical and mental well-being, Barthelome believes these aspects of the keto diet are likely to outlast other aspects. Some versions of the keto diet, specifically a clean keto, as opposed to the dirty, lazy keto, suggests that the idea of supporting brain health with nutrition will develop from this diet. And emerging research on the gut-brain connection will change the way we think about brain health and increase awareness about all the benefits of things like fiber, omega-3s, uh, micronutrients, and mesonutrients like the active compounds within superfoods. So. I think they're onto something here. One of the biggest trends that's developing slowly, and it has been since the paleo days, but it's this whole idea of gut health. We don't know enough right now about gut health, but we just know it's a thing. We know getting your gut health in order is going to be critical to your overall health. And so I think we're going to be seeing a lot of products and a lot of things within whatever the diet trend is, but within the circles of looking at your total health, gut health is gonna be critical and it's gonna be heavily, heavily emphasized. I honestly believe most of our health issues today stem from a gut health dysbiosis. And getting that cleaned up, be it leaky gut, be it low stomach acid, be it whatever, getting it cleaned up is going to impact your brain, it's going to impact your energy, it's going to impact autoimmune disease, it's going to impact so many things that are having an effect on our health in a negative way. Today, I think once we put the focus on gut health and we teach people it's not about weight loss, it's about feeding the gut microbiome and getting that in order, this is the trend, you guys. This is what's coming This is what's not being emphasized enough in the whole calorie debate. Oh, just keep your calorie. No. What about the calories that feed that gut microbiome that you don't want to feed the bad ones? And it wreaks havoc in your body. This is why calories, I think, is going to wane more and more and more so that people don't emphasize calories as much as quality of calories and what's going to feed my gut. Mark my words, guys. This is all coming in the coming years. This next point is really awesome because I've been talking about this. Me and Christine did a whole uh, Nutritional Pearls podcast recently about bio-individuality. Listen to this personalized diets. Recent popular diets such as gluten-free and Whole30 illustrate that people are becoming more comfortable asking what foods are right for them and they're willing to experiment to find the best diet plan for their body. This is something that I wish the 2020 dietary guidelines would include in there, because I think the future of nutrition, the future of diet and health has everything to do with helping people and encouraging people to find the diet that's right for them. Where we've gotten into trouble is we have tried to say this is the diet, be it keto, be it paleo, be it Mediterranean, be it low fat, be it vegan, whatever we say this is. Is the diet. And that's our fatal flaw. We should have never had monolithic teaching when it comes to nutrition and telling people what the diet is to be healthy. The diet that works for you may be different than the diet that works for me. And we've got to be okay with that. I think people are so territorial. Well, you have to do keto or you're not good. Maybe they don't need keto. Well, you better go vegan or you're going to. Blah, blah, blah. What if veganism doesn't work for me? I think if we put aside all of the dieting wars and my diet's better than yours, and we simply said, hey, look, here are a variety of diet options. Choose the one that works for you. And whatever you particularly choose will be the one we'll give you support for. You want to learn more about keto here? Here's a book called Keto Clarity by this weirdo guy, Jimmy Moore, and Dr. Eric Westman. Read that. And blah, blah, blah. If you want to do more of a vegan diet. okay, here's the China study. Go read the China study Uh, here. Here's this person. Here's that person. Blah, blah, blah. If you want to do paleo. okay, go read the paleo solution by Rob. Well, give people options and then give them support for their chosen option. Now, obviously, not everyone's going to find their right diet the first time they try something. But if you make them all look good, then having the vilification of one over another How powerful would that be? And they're predicting that this whole personalized diet trend is something that's coming. And I love that. I think that is the true answer here. We've been flailing trying to find the next big diet when the next big diet is whatever works for you. And if we did that, how amazing would we turn around the health and weight of people that have been struggling for years thinking they're doing everything right because they're doing the chosen diet, low fat generally, high healthy whole grains generally. And now they get to make a choice rather than having it chosen for them. Barthelme argues that in the future, com- consumers will use technology like the ring I'm wearing, and they're growing nutritional knowledge to create diets that work for them. We're already seeing blood sugar levels, blood ketone levels, All of these things, you guys, uh, being used as tools to determine how you're doing in your chosen diet. And that's great. And those tools are still coming. And I'm still waiting. This is going to be a key when this comes out at home. Insulin testing. That's a game changer. That's going to change everything we always thought we knew about what diet works for us and what's the right diet. Because when people start to see visually what the foods they are eating are doing to their insulin levels, they're going to make sweet, swift changes in their diet. Uh, there's a company called Habit, a DNA based diet company in the U.S., recently acquired by Viome, a health startup that specializes in microbiome analysis analysis. These technologies will put the power in consumers hands to create the diets and choose the products that will let them achieve their ideal version of health. So we have so many companies trying to help you as a consumer and ancillary to this discussion about the next big diet and health trend is the next trend in medicine. This whole go to your doctor when you have a sniffle is going to come to an end. I don't think that's going to be the way Uh, The wave of the future, the wave of the future is you're going to have the power to do a lot of the testing your doctor does now and well beyond that at home. And then you're going to have the power through an app to talk to a physician over the phone. And the physician won't just be some traditionally trained medical doctor. You'll have access to more of a functional medicine type of doctor. Those of you that watched Christine talk to Dr. Gus Vickery the other day, it's the Jimmy Rance bonus episode. If you want to check it out, Um, that's going to be the kind of testing and analysis that you're going to get moving into the future. And you're probably already seeing that, that your doctor isn't giving you great advice about how to be healthy. Now, if you break your arm, yes, he's helping you put it back together again. But the doctor of the future is one that's going to not just give you a pill to cover up the symptom of your chronic disease. He's actually going to get to the bottom of why you have chronic disease. And so all of this is related, you guys. Keto is definitely hot right now, and it's helping so many people lose weight and grab back their health where they didn't think they could get there again. But what's the next big diet and health trend coming It's a lot of things happening, guys. I still think carbohydrate restriction will be at the basis of the next big diet trend. I happen to think within the next two to three years, the carnivore diet is going to be as big uh, or at least as close to uh, as popular as keto uh, is today. Paleo was four or five years ago. It's going to be big. The health trend is going to be a focus more on the gut health and gut microbiome and making sure that all of those things are in order. I also think a health trend is going to be the biohacking trend with so many people doing things like red light therapy, infrared sauna, those kinds of things. Um, And then in the medical world, we're going to move away from going to see a traditional doctor in an office and it's going to be all virtual online, seeing a doctor on an app. And it's going to be far more efficient than what we have now. And functional medicine will be the key there. So I know I threw a bunch of stuff at you guys here today. Thank you so much for watching this Jimmy rant. So let's go to what you guys have to say. I'm going to start on Instagram Live. I'll come over to Facebook Live here in just a moment. Welcome in. Welcome in, you guys. Thanks for being here. Uh, are you still doing the carnivore thing? Yes, I am, bruh. That's his name, bruh. It's slaw. Yes, I'm still doing keto carnivore. <laughs> Richard says the next diet trend is cannibalism. Num, num, num. Okay, buddy, Um, you, you, you go do that now. <laughs> See, yellow-eyed one, she knows carnivore is next is what she said. You said that before I even mentioned carnivore. Tammy says fasting mimicking diet is next. I believe it's being pushed with a doctor on another group. Yeah, Dr. Walter Longo is his name. I'm not a fan. I'm thinking why mimic fasting, just fast. If you're going to fast, fast. Why do you need to mimic the effects? And his his fasting mimicking is extremely low in calories, like 500, 600 calories. I don't know that that's going to actually last. So, no. I think fasting is a bigger trend than fasting mimicking. It makes me so mad when people tell me that keto is a fad diet, says Burkhardt. Yeah. And then they're reinforced in articles like this. Hopefully, people will become more aware and responsible for their food choices. That's a good goal, BS Bird. I agree. Um, Let's see here. I don't think keto and keto carnivores going anywhere will continue to grow internationally. Well, Tammy, I agree with you in the short term. 2019, keto ain't going anywhere. 2020, keto ain't going anywhere. 2021, keto will still be around. But I'm wondering... By 2022, 2023, will people have had enough of keto? Let me give you a little uh, inside baseball here. So I've been writing books uh, in the keto space for uh, a little while since 20. Well, if you count cholesterol clarity, I started writing that in 2012. It came out in 2013. Then I started writing on keto clarity. And it came out 2014. There were no books in the keto space before that. Now, there were uh, low-carb books, obviously, but one's explicitly talking keto. Keto Clarity was the very first one to put keto in the title. And so my next book after that was the Ketogenic Cookbook, and it took off. Um, We also did a fasting book in 2016 and The Complete Guide to Fasting with Dr. Jason Fung, and it had keto stuff in there. But the last year, I came out with the Keto Cure last April and then Real Food Keto in November. And my next book coming in June this year is Keto Clarity Cookbook. The last two books have not done as well, uh, sales wise, as the ones before that. And I think part of that is the market is so flooded with so many people writing keto books now that people aren't buying them near at the level as they used to. Now, that doesn't mean people are quitting keto. It just means there's so many more options. Think about what's happened to TV ratings. Uh, Since the Internet and since Netflix and since all of these other things came out, there's so many more options available for your eyeballs that we can't nearly have the number of people watching TV shows in 2019 as we did 1989, for example, when all the option was was pretty much television and, and movies. So we've got a bit of a dilution of the market going on. Which is why keto as a trend eventually will people be like, okay, what you got now? Um, And that's just the way that these cycles work. It's not a big deal. There will be people that will continue to eat keto long after the trend is over. So uh, don't worry about that. Val says eat real food and what works for you. Boom. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. The next big diet trend, the bio equivalent food diet. All right, Alberto, I want you to write that one, brother. (laughs) yellow-eyed says you have to research yourself and get to know the reputable people advocating for keto and then find what works for you exactly simon says i think you're 100 right i've been low carb since 2002 nutritionally keto uh, adapted since 2014 we will see many i'm sure um start to attack it yeah we have of course, vitamins don't absorb correctly if the gut is buggered. That's right, Simon. Alberto says, thinking a bit, you notice that everything used to lubricate and protect engines, uh, gears, metals prone to oxidation are oils. Even the skin produces oil to protect itself. Yep. Hopefully in the near future, we as humans can sort out what diet we thrive on, starting with just eating real food and no crappy garbage. Yellow-eyed, I think that's the key. If people just got away from the industrialized, processed, refined carbohydrate model, if we got away from those kinds of foods, we'd be far healthier than we are now. Bullock in 2018 says the proper human diet, according to Dr. Barry, Exactly. Can't wait for Keto Clarity Cookbook. We can't either Imperfectly Healthy. We just got back the proofs of it yesterday. This is a gorgeous, gorgeous book. And you're going to love what I did with the front matter. We got a few surprises in there that you won't expect. So look forward to that in June. All right, let's come over here to Facebook Live. Welcome in. Welcome in. Thank you guys for being here today. I say carnivores next says Melissa. Well, you're a very wise woman, Melissa, because I agree with you. Dan says, I agree. As a former vegan, it becomes obvious it's not sustainable for most at most as health starts to decline. Exactly. Missy says keto is based on science. It sure is. That doesn't always sell, though, in the mainstream. Well, it's scientifically based. People are like, oh, am I going to lose weight with this? Jenny says keto with fasting works for me. I'm already celiac. So gluten free and carnivore works. That's awesome. Autoimmune paleo is healing for many. Yes, it is for many people. It does help them. Uh, Can you recommend a good carnivore book? Sean Baker isn't releasing his for a few months. That's the thing, Jessica. There isn't one until Sean's book comes out. It will be the first one. His will be the keto clarity for carnivore. And I'll tell you, when I released keto clarity in 2014, it was in the midst of the paleo diet still being at its hottest. 2014, paleo ruled the roost, and they mocked me, you guys. There were a lot of people in the paleo world that were like, huh, keto. Yeah, right. Yeah, keto. And I was like, it's going to be big, guys. You should embrace this within the paleo template. And they just wouldn't have anything of it. And I think it's a big reason why paleo started to wane because they neglected all the people that were excited about trying a ketogenic approach. And I think it could have worked very well within the paleo template because it's real whole foods. And all you're doing is telling people to cut the carbs, eat more uh, fat and moderate down the protein. It would have fit the paleo template perfectly. But no, they chose to mock and scorn keto. And now keto has far surpassed the popularity of paleo at its finest. Keto is far bigger than paleo ever was. But Jessica, to answer your question, there isn't one until Sean's book comes out. I recommend your books all the time. Thank you, Nancy. I appreciate that. Kimberly says, I totally agree with you. I started keto four years ago. Couldn't find six websites with accurate info. Now I have to constantly redirect friends to proper trustworthy websites on Facebook pages. My sister shocked me and had a box of SlimFast fat bombs on her counter. Uh, I looked at her like, what the crap? She said, well, it says fat bombs. It says keto. That box around... Uh, and made her read her ingredients. She was mortified when she actually looked what was in it. She trusted what the box had to say. Needless to say, big sister sister had to do some edgy uh on not falling for stuff like this. Yes, that is part of the challenge of something becoming popular. Everybody and their mama gets in on the space. Uh, keto for the rest of my life, says Melissa. Exactly. Tammy says, I think the problem with biohacking is it's not always affordable for people living paycheck to paycheck. Um, Tammy, I disagree. I agree. Some of the little fancy schmancy things like JuveLite, Yes. But the best biohack that you can do that actually puts money back in your pocket again is fasting. If you don't eat for five to seven days, that is the best biohack that you could possibly do for your body. You're going to get autophagy. You're going to get so many great health benefits. So I don't buy that. Well, I can't afford it. I live paycheck to paycheck. I can't afford to biohack. Yeah, you can. You just got to choose the ones that fit within what you can do and afford. And last time I checked, fasting is not only free, uh, but it actually puts money back in your pocket because you're not spending money on food those days. And then another free thing you can do every single day is get out in sunshine. Step in the grass with your bare feet. That's called grounding. All of these things can give you great benefits and they are part of biohacking. Now, yes, if someday you can afford to get some of the infrared sauna and red light therapy and a Muse to do your um, neurofeedback and things like that, that's fine. But they're not necessary for you to be biohacking. Uh, is there such a thing as keto and carnivore stock? <laughs> if there was, Jimmy Moore would have already invested in them. I promise you. Uh, never tried paleo says Deb and really don't know what their diet consists of. Well, at the, that's the problem. You don't know what they consist of because there is no one paleo diet. Um, it's just kind of a template for real food is the base. And then you pretty much eat whatever you want within the base of real food. I think it's an incomplete diet in that aspect because some people need to be low carb more ketogenic. Some people can get away with being more high carb. Again, all real whole foods, but they can get away with being more high carb in their diet. So it depends on what your goal is. If it weren't for you, I'd be sick. You taught uh, me how to test my blood sugar before and postprandial. That's awesome, yellow eyed. All right, guys. So the bottom line in this Jimmy Rant is yes, keto is the bomb diggity right now. It's hot and hotter than hot uh, hotter than paleo ever was at its apex but what's next Have you thought about that yes keto is going to be around the rest of this year all of 2020 probably most of 2021 but by late 2021 going into 2022 2023 are we going to see another diet trend could it be carnivore <laughs> could it be vegan ah No, it will not be vegan. I will predict that right now. (laughs) They'll be yapping their mouths, the vegans, but it will not be the next diet trend. And then in the health realm, biohacking in the health realm, gut health. These things all matter. And then the medical uh, industry, seeing your doctor virtually via an app on your phone and running all your tests.
1: TheLivingLowCarbShow.com Living Low Carb show. Dot com. Woo. Disc.